Persons listening to this show should experience varying degrees of euphoria and might radiate a warm glow of truth from their entire being. This phenomenon sometimes lasts hours after a typical brain massage. If you are listening with another Lights On listener and they begin to glow, don't be concerned. This is a phenomenon normally associated with Pastor Scheidbach's patented brain massage technique and merely means the truth has set them free. The devil beware. Pastor Scheidbach is on the air. Hello, I'm Dr. Scheidbach, pastor of the Lighthouse Baptist Church in Santa Maria, California, and your brain masseur, get ready for your brain massage. When the righteous are in authority, the people rejoice, but when the wicked beareth rule, the people mourn. Proverbs 29, 2. Give a wicked man authority, well, he's going to use it wickedly, to do evil and not to do good. Make a wicked man a police officer, and what do you get? Well, the sword of civil justice is put into the hands of someone who will use it unjustly. You get corruption. Well, you know, where a person with real authority uses it for personal and not for the public's interest. Uh, they protect the drug dealers and so on and not the public. They join the predators that feed on the public. Make a wicked person a child protection authority and, well, you get someone who will traffic kids. Put wicked people on an airport board and you get a board that does not serve the interests of the community, but their own interests. And my point is, it, it doesn't matter what level of position you're talking you put You put authority in the hands of wicked people and they will perpetuate evil into the world. And I'm wondering what's going on with our airport board, to be quite frank. You put someone like Biden in the White House, what do you get? Civil war brewing in Texas. You put wicked people on the airport board and you get, well... Yeah. Put Trump in the Oval Office for four years and we got peace in the Middle East, for heaven's sake. First time ever in my lifetime. And that and that's righteous, brothers. <laughs> but you put Biden in the White House for four years and what do you get? Well, we're literally on the brink of open civil war. I mean, armed conflict. Uh, right? National Guard called up, marching. Uh, open uh, defiance against the uh, against Biden and his administration, and that's wicked, sisters. Uh, you, you get it, righteous brothers, wicked sisters. Anyway, if if you don't get it, it doesn't matter. You get the point, at least I'm sure. So the border crisis is escalating into civil war. Remember the Alamo. Interesting developments in the election fraud exposure correction department. It's interesting. Just when you think it's all been exposed, more dirty laundry gets aired and adds to the general stench that uh, comes from D.C. and the American political swamp. The clot shot, new proof something really weird is going on with the Pfizer, Moderna, mRNA, DNA therapy shots. And what's this? U.N. forces involved in the Hamas attack on Israel on October 7th? What? Uh, put that together with the recent ruling from the U.N. against Israel, air quotes, ordering Israel to, air quotes, limit deaths in their war against Hamas. Excuse me. That's interesting, isn't it? I don't recall the U.N. ever ordering Hamas to, well, to do anything. So you've got U.N. forces assisting Hamas and the U.N. council assisting Hamas. Getting the picture? Feds collude with big banks to spy on religious and armed Americans. Really? What a shock. <laughs> In my opener, I talked about the loss of equal justice before the law. Well, here you go. Peter Navarro, remember him? 
He was a Trump advisor who refused to respond to a congressional subpoena uh, under Trump's power of executive privilege. Well, he gets uh, four months prison time, while Hunter Biden defies congressional subpoena, and he gets, well, I don't know, another Chinese representative customer for one of his paintings. Uh, Come on. So what should we talk about today? There's too much here to get all in for this, for the time I have allotted. Well, we have to discuss the very real possibility that we're headed into a remember the Alamo moment scenario there in Texas. And the restoration of election integrity is critical to correcting any of the problems we face in this country. And actually, that issue, the ballot box, uh, is the best way to keep us out of a civil war. As I grew up, uh, the idea was it's the ballot box or the bullet box. So anyway, that's probably going to be about all we can cover today. Uh, Here we go, folks. It's time for your brain massage. Truth. Served here, flavored by delectable wit, delicious sarcasm, succulent sagacity, a gourmet meal for the mind. Texas Governor Abbott moved to protect his border with Mexico by setting up razor ribbon to deter illegal crossers. The Biden Department of Justice sued and the Supreme Court jumped in quickly to the case. Amy Coney Barrett tips the scales of justice in Biden's favor. Lighting the fuse for civil war? Why would she do that? Now, hold on. I will get to that particular question in a moment. Let's get some background here. So Governor Abbott responds to the SCOTUS ruling with a sort of declaration of independence from Texas. I'll I'll read it here, and I've got it um, uh, linked in my notes. Quote, the federal government has broken the compact between the United States and the states. The executive branch of the United States has a constitutional duty to enforce federal laws protecting states, including immigration laws, on the books right now. President Biden has refused to enforce those laws and has even violated them. The result is that he has smashed records for illegal immigration. Now, I'm going to insert here, look, the Biden administration admits to 11 million illegals crossing, but the truth is closer to 22 million. Give a listen to, to Tucker lay it out for us in very simple and very clear terms. Here you go. Yale University released a study last week by three researchers, all of them liberal, I believe, who concluded that the actual number of illegal aliens in this country is not 11 million, it's north of 22 million. 22 million. Mm. Fact one. Fact two. The Democratic Party is now, as a matter of policy, calling for the legalization of all illegals in this country. Citizenship voting rights. 22 million new voters. Fact Mm. three. The overwhelming majority of first-time immigrant voters vote Democrat. Fact four. The largest margin in American presidential history was 17 million votes, 1980 election, rather, 1984 election between Mondale and and Reagan. And Reagan, yeah. 17 million. You would add to our voter rolls 22 million, at least, permanent electoral majority in perpetuity. That's what this is about. It's not about making the country better, serving our labor needs, helping the population. It's about putting Democrats in power forever. That is the truth of our immigration debate, period. Well, thank you, Mr. Tucker. All right, let's get back to Abbott's formal declaration. I continue the quote from this this letter that he wrote. Despite having been put on notice in a series of letters, one of which I delivered to him by hand, President Biden has ignored Texas' demand that he perform his constitutional duties. 
Uh, President Biden has violated his oath to faithfully execute immigration laws enacted by Congress. Instead of prosecuting immigrants for the federal crime of illegal entry, President Biden has sent his lawyers into federal courts to sue Texas for taking action to secure the border. President Biden has instructed his agencies to ignore federal statutes that mandate the detention of illegal immigrants. The effect is to illegally allow their en masse parole into the United States. By wasting taxpayer dollars to tear down Texas border security infrastructure, President Biden has enticed illegal immigrants away from the 28 legal entry points along this state's southern border, bridges where nobody drowns, and into the dangerous waters of the Rio Grande. Now, I insert, what's that about? What, keep them away from ports of entry? Why? What's obvious? To avoid legal process required at ports of entry. Under President Biden's lawless border policies, more than 6 million illegal immigrants have crossed our southern border in just three years, and that's just that southern border. Uh, That is more than the population of 33 different states, friend, in this country. This illegal refusal to protect the states has inflicted unprecedented harm on the people all across the United States. James Madison, Alexander Hamilton, and the other visionaries who wrote the United States Constitution foresaw that states should not be left to the mercy of a lawless president who does nothing to stop external threats like cartels smuggling millions of illegal immigrants across the border. That is why the framers included both Articles uh, 4, Section 4, which promises that the federal government shall protect each state against invasion, and Article 1, Section 10, Clause 3, which acknowledges the state's sovereign interest and protecting their borders, uh, and he was citing Arizona versus the United States, 567 U.S. 387, 419, 2012, Scalia J. Dissenting. I didn't know that. Huh. Scalia that I'm going to interject here. Scalia dissented in this decision. Now, perhaps you didn't know, but now you do. Amy uh, Coney Barrett clerked for Scalia. Now, I don't have time to read the case now, but here's a section uh, in his dissent, and it's noted here, linked in my notes, that seems pertinent. Quote, in light of the predominance of federal immigration restrictions in modern times, it is easy to lose sight of the state's traditional role in regulating immigration and to overlook their sovereign prerogative to do so. I accept as a given that state regulation is excluded by the Constitution when, one, it has been prohibited by valid federal law, or two, it conflicts with federal regulation. And that must be what Amy's reading. Uh, When, for example, he goes on, it admits those whom federal regulation would exclude or excludes those whom federal regulation would admit. And that's Arizona versus United States, same same, uh, citation. Uh, But but also this, quote, what this case comes down to, he's referring to the Arizona versus United States case, What this case comes down to, then, is whether the Arizona law conflicts with federal immigration law, whether it excludes those whom federal law would admit or admits those whom federal law would exclude. It applies only to aliens who neither possess a privilege to be present under federal law nor have been removed pursuant to the federal government's inherent authority. I proceed to consider the challenged provisions and it goes on. Uh, Although I could not read the entire case, I did notice, if you do read it uh, here, I just didn't have time to study it, but if you read it, 
I think you'll notice as I did, the emphasis Scalia placed on the sovereignty of the state in determining who is allowed into their borders and who is excluded. The only exception he took was when there is a constitutionally supported federal law that differs from the states in the matter of who's excluded and who's included. What I don't understand from Amy is apparently she does not see that the Biden administration is violating their constitutionally mandated obligation to protect the borders of all states from invasion. And the answer is, apparently, she sees this as an immigration debate and not uh, an issue of invasion. You see, I argue that she fails to differentiate between legal immigration and illegal, uh, uh, illegal crossing of our border. If someone enters your home uninvited, castle law, natural law, and the constitutionally protected uh, inalienable right of self-defense provides uh, that you can defend yourself against that kind of invasion of an unwanted uh, entry into your home. Then you would be in your, within your rights to shoot the fellow dead. So now I ask, what's with Barrett? She clerked for Scalia, but served as a circuit court judge, however, for only about four years, I think it was. She didn't have a long-standing uh, record on the bench. Her decision to side with Biden in this matter, in my view, shows a clerk-like mentality. I mean, if you read Scalia, I think you would agree he would have seen through this ruse and not been taken by the trick of calling this an immigration debate when clearly the actions of the Biden administration reveal they are not supporting or protecting legal immigration. He's violating the laws governing and controlling legal immigration and advocating for illegal entry into this country. And that constitutes an invasion. I have not had time to read Thomas or Alito or Gorsuch or Kavanaugh on this. The failure of the Biden administration to fulfill the duties imposed by Article 4, Section 4, has triggered Article 1, Section 10, Clause 3, which reserves to this state the right of self-defense. For these reasons, I have already declared an invasion under Article 1, Section 10, Clause 3, to invoke Texas constitutional authority to defend and protect itself. That authority is the supreme law of the land and supersedes any federal statutes to the contrary. The Texas National Guard, the Texas Department of Public Safety, and other Texas personnel are acting on that authority, as well as state law to secure the Texas border. In quote, you know that now 25 governors, 25 state legislatures, have lined up behind Texas in this matter. The country's divided now, 25-25, and we're not sure if some of the other 25 might not come to their senses and come uh, also to the aid of Texas in this time of her peril. I'm going to continue my comments on this on the other side of the break. Uh, so if I don't get to the election material, I will address it tomorrow night during the Brain Massage Live. So hold on, my friends. I'll be right back. Most believe Satan owns the world and has the right to rule it. They think Christians should leave politics to unbelievers, that believers have no place in government. Well, Christians, how's that working for you? You see, the fact is Satan has fed you a lie. Satan depends on Christians staying in the dark about the fact that Jesus Christ defeated him and Satan has no right to rule one square inch of territory on this planet. Learn the truth. It will set you free. Go to GodsWar2020.com. Let my people breathe. Unmasking the mass controversy with science and scripture. Available wherever you buy your books. The devil beware. 
Pastor Scheidbach is on the air. Hello and welcome back. I'm Dr. Scheidbach, pastor at the Lighthouse, your brain masseur, and Paul Revere's Lantern Lighter, lighting the lamps in the church belfry arch, singling the enemies on the march, an enemy that would steal from us our liberties. Remember the Alamo. Mexico's fascist-leaning government is encroaching on the rights of Texicans. Yeah, I do think Obrador is corrupt. I think he's trying to impose a dictatorship over Mexico, trying to bilk the U.S. for $20 billion. He wants the United States to lift the embargo on Cuba, to lift the oil and sanctions on Venezuela, you know, to look the other way while he bends election rules to secure his re-election. Uh, yeah, read, read the article I have linked here. And, and oh, he wants Obama, I, I mean Biden, <laughs> to legitimize millions of Hispanic undocumented workers. Hmm. Now, you look at that list and you wonder, uh, what is it in that list that Biden administration would oppose to? Uh, none of those items. It's obvious that none of it would be supported by Trump, on the other hand. And yet this guy pretends that, that, that Obrador is more supportive of Trump than he is of Biden. That's nonsense. Because everything this guy wants is supported by Biden and his administration. So we have to conclude that Obrador is doing exactly what Biden wants him to do. Uh, they're, they're rolling the same boat, friend, in the same direction. Uh, so that Fox Obrador is leaving the doors wide open while making a very unconvincing show of concern just in case Trump does return to the White House. You see, Biden's uh, banking on these people voting in the election here and giving him the edge. You heard uh, Mr. Tucker bring that out. Uh, let me give you an alert here. The author of the article that I'm alluding to or that I reference here uh, is a liberal and a globalist toad who can't be taken seriously. Uh, for, for example, he reports for uh, the, the Spanish version of CNN. It's CNN in Espanol. And he's a communist, or, well, I meant to say columnist, for the Miami Herald, which is regarded by liberals as moderate. <laughs> so you could take it from there. You see this article exposing, by the way, the liberal bias of the Miami Herald editors. Anyway, uh, Mexico is in this up to its neck. But Abbott is ignoring the Supreme Court, arguing that the Supreme Court is not above the Constitution. And that's sort of like, uh, hey, Amy... The Pope is not above the Bible, right? Every branch of this, of this country has positioned itself today in opposition to the highest law of the land. The judiciary is not the highest law of the land. The executive is not the highest law of the land. The legislative isn't even the highest law of the land. The Constitution is, and we the people are, are, the, are the executors, uh, ultimately the executors of the Constitution, and we execute that power and authority by our vote. We've got to get the elections back to the people. We, the people, need to slap them back into line under the Constitution. Now, I've been asked by many uh, over the years, at what point do patriots take up arms to resist the rulers of the darkness of this world and wrest from their uh, filthy hands the sword of civil justice and turn it on them? And I've answered it cannot be vigilantism. Citizens acting on their own authority uh, it, it must follow the pattern that was set for us by our founders. Uh, those representatives of the people must form up and declare their independence and act in their own interests to secure a government responsive to their rights. And that's what's developing right now in Texas, friend. So, uh, quote, when in the course of human events, 
It becomes necessary for one people to dissolve the political bands which have connected them with another, and to assume among the powers of the earth the separate and equal station to which laws of nature and of nature's God entitle them. Uh, And then pick it up here. We hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their Creator with certain unalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, that to secure these rights, governments are instituted among men, deriving their just powers from the consent of the governed, that whenever any form of government becomes destructive to these ends, it is the right of the people to alter or to abolish it and to institute new government, laying its foundation on such principles and organizing its powers in such form as to them shall seem most likely to effect their safety and happiness. And I don't care, Yuval Harari, if you cut some of these uh, founders open, you don't see this right in them, because this right comes from God, and it's the right of every human being. The comparison is only different in this way. Our founders already have already established such a government. Uh, we don't need to fix that. We just need to use it. Uh, the people have foolishly given our government into the hands of the wicked under the satanic delusion, that is the people who've done this, have done it under the satanic delusion that when the Bible says Satan is God of this world, it means that God is not. Now, you come Sunday and you hear the truth about this. God declared repeatedly that he alone is God, and he recognizes no other. Satan is no more God of this world than Chemosh is God of the Moabites, or Moloch, a.k.a. Milcom, is the god of Ammon, or Ashtoreth is the goddess of the Zidonians. And yet the Bible refers to each of these as the gods of these people. This tells you who the Zidonians, uh, the Ammonites, the Moabites, the world, worships. It does not tell you who is in fact God. When Hezekiah, king of Israel, was challenged by the Assyrian army, boasting that none of the gods of the heathen could deliver from his great army. So how do you think your God's going to deliver you from us? Well, Hezekiah responded by praying to the true and living God. And Hezekiah prayed before the Lord and said, O Lord God of Israel, which dwellest between the cherubims, thou art the God, even thou alone of all the kingdoms of the earth, thou hast made heaven and earth. That's in 2 Kings 19. Friend, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the God of Moses, Elijah, the God of David, and his distant son, Hezekiah, and the God and Father of uh, our Lord Jesus Christ, God manifest in the flesh. He is God. Not Chemosh, not Milcom, not Ashtoreth, not Baphomet, not Lucifer, not that serpent, Satan, the accuser, but Christ, to whom has been given heaven and earth. Satan doesn't have it. God has it. God in the person of Jesus Christ the Lord, who declared all power in heaven and earth is mine. He created all principalities, appointed Satan over the principality of the world, uh, who, who took the world into the power of darkness, by the way, so that God sent his own son to save the world, to emancipate mankind from the power of darkness, and removed Satan from being prince of the world, demoted him, friend, demoted him to being prince of the power of the air, Ephesians 2, 1 and 2. Uh, The only power Satan gains in this world is what God's people give to him. And he uses deceit 
to trick you into giving it to him. And the lie he has used so successfully with Christians is to convince them that the world belongs to him, belongs to Satan, and the Christians have no part in it. It's just not true. It's a lie. So many Christians have denied that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh, that Jesus Christ is king of the world right now, that, he, that, that only he has the right to rule the world. Read Ephesians 1.21 and Matthew 28.18. Read, read the Bible. It's all over the Bible. God has not relinquished his place over mankind, but he, but he has appointed his disciples to occupy with his goods, to occupy with his power, to occupy with his authority until he returns and we have squandered his goods and, and we literally denied his power and his, and his authority. We must reclaim his place in this earth. As, uh, and we must reclaim our place in this earth as kings and uh, priests unto God, as his servants, as his ambassadors. Uh, and we need to use the authority of the sword of the Spirit to destroy the hold of these lies on the minds of God's people and rise up boldly, delivering the reproof of the Spirit of God upon the conscience of this old wicked world. And warn these wicked rulers, you better kiss the sun, lest he be angry and ye perish from the way when his wrath is kindled but a little. Well, there are some interesting developments in the election fraud exposure department. And uh, just when you think you know it's all exposed, uh, more of what we know is going on anyway. It gets airtime for all to hear. Uh, so I want you to go ahead and listen to Carrie Lake here. Describe, I'm just going to take it to the point where she's offered a bribe by a Republican. Um, I don't know what this guy is, a lobbyist or something like that. But he represents a bunch of uh, of GOP Republican aristos who, who uh, want somebody else rather than Trump in office. And they want people like Kerry out of the way. Listen to this. Well, what's going on? There are very powerful people that want to keep you out. Oh, no, they do. But they're willing to put their money where their mouth is in a big way. So. These people are corrupt. Is there a number at which. I can be bought. <laughs> That's what it's about. You can take a pause for a couple years. No. And they go right back to where you're <laughs> No. 10 million, 20 million, 30. No, no, no. A billion? No. Can you believe that slime ball? Well, it, it just so happens, by the way, that he's been exposed now. He's been outed, and he is out. He has resigned. Anyway, so see what happens when light exposes these creatures of darkness? And that's what I'm talking about, Kerry. Come on, Johnson. Let's not play politics here. Impeach both of these agents of the power of darkness, Biden and Kamala. We've got a good friend, Reggie, who wants to see you, uh, Mr. Johnson, move into the White House. And uh, okay, fine, get rid of these usurpers, these frauds, and go ahead and get in the White House. And then what I think you should do is support Trump's return to the Oval Office in 2024. And I'll tell you why. Because that's what's right. You see, we cannot let these wicked people succeed at stopping Trump. That, that the whole thing, they, they're the ones who focused it on that issue. And to beat them, we must put Trump back in there and just put that right in their snotty little faces. We cannot allow these wicked deep state creatures of darkness to succeed at removing a candidate they decide they don't want us to support. They don't get to choose for us. Uh, we, we have the power of consent, and it's for us to decide, not for them to decide, whether Kerry Lake runs and whether or not Trump gets voted in. 
that they're wicked people. They're robbing us of our right of consent. They're robbing the voice of the people. And they must fail. And we must see to it that they do fail. Uh, so I'll finish this up Saturday night. I've been trying to start my brain massage live, a live stream podcast, by around 8 o'clock. I need to do that for my own schedule here. Um, if you're not on the notification list, you can go to my website, brainmassage.net. And if you subscribe to have the Brain Massage Show delivered to your inbox, then we automatically subscribe you for the notification to be told about when the live stream is going to air. That's what we're doing right now. If you don't want that, you can just let us know in your note, and, and we won't add you. Uh, I'm on Rumble, Facebook, Restream. I think we... I think it gets out there on Twitter and uh, where I, it's, I don't know exactly, but we're out there. So you'll find us. I've lit the lamps of the Church Belfry Arch. You let me know. You see the lights are on. Email me by going to our website, brainmassage.net. Again, that's brainmassage.net. Find the contact button and send me an email. You can also hit the subscribe button and subscribe to receive the podcast delivered to your inbox on Friday night when I finally post it. You can also, by the way, hit the donate button and help us out with the cost of all this operation. I would appreciate that. God bless you, my dear friends. God bless America. And I'll see you in church.